0: Coming up on the wedge Justin, is tire wear going to be a problem all season? We'll dive into Goodyear's tire problem and Kyle Larson sealing the show at Fontana along with the latest NASCAR news and updates. Tap those belts tight one more time and take the green flag here on the wedge adjustment.
1: Great weekend of racing at Fontana. Now, race two. <laughs> race a lot two, of crazy race two, things race happen, but to see cars go five wide and to see them getting that five wide pattern as they went around the track to salute the fans, that was awesome. <laughs> to see some of the passes that happened, it was awesome. Episode two of the wedge adjustment. Thank you guys for listening. We really appreciate your support. <laughs> what <laughs> oh why are you looking at me like
0: that Ah, man i'm not though but but honestly this weekend was absolutely amazing it was once again another great race race from top to bottom you saw these one and two car teams actually go actually go to war and be better than most of these big super teams which is absolutely amazing which really Attest to the drivers saying that they want a harder car to drive Here you go
1: Yeah, it totally turns out to be about driver skill The cars can take a licking and keep on ticking So, before we start off,
0: I want to clear something up from last episode Um, I was talking about the horsepower packages And I kind of was... Quoted the old packages um, We have no more 700 Horsepower packages now a 650 Package with a 4 inch spoiler And no more the 550 Package for super speedways Like, like, like Daytona and Talladega It's now just a 510 so
1: yeah that's cool we we always want to make sure we're giving you the best information that we have available so you know just realize that that's an adjustment we misspoke last week and we are back on track
0: so with us back on track let's get into turn one with
1: today's headlines
0: oh my goodness tires 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 and more tires we're having so many tire problems it is insane
1: i if you had told me Two races in for the season, there would be caution flags for tires running around on the track. I would have been like, you are a liar. And there's no way that that's going to happen in a NASCAR race.
0: We had another one this past weekend with Todd Gilliland and a tire completely coming off the tire and the rim. And just, yeah, another four race, as mentioned, for his crew chief, the tire changer, and the jack man.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, if you watch the race, I can tell you that to see your crew chief go down and look at your,
0: your, 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 um, I just went blank. Oh, Lordy. With your jet, uh, (laughs) with your air gun. Yeah, to be
1: looking at your air gun, trying to figure out why it was stripped out when, that never happened when we had multiple lug nuts. Now we got one lug nut, and the first thing that happens is metal on metal
0: strip. That's a miss by NASCAR. You're talking about when uh, Chad Alice was looking at the 24 crew, and 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 I guess the gun had went out on them?
1: Yeah, because it stripped out. You could see the metal flying, and I'm like, that is a total miss by NASCAR in trying to test this out. Now, I get it. They didn't have a lot of time to test the cars, drive the cars, do a lot of pit changes, but... This is an inordinate amount of problems, and fortunately, it hasn't resulted in any safety issues, but it's just a matter of time before somebody gets taken out by a rogue tire.
0: Well, I believe with what I know from my NASCAR sources, um, back at Daytona, RFK Racing and Team Penske, who are technically somewhat aligned under Ford, um, they were using different wheels and they did penalize, they didn't penalize them, but the for the making these safety related modifications when it comes to the when it comes to the pinholes because of with the one lug nut if your pins don't line up, the tires come off, and I guess nascar has has taken I guess some of those rims and they're gonna actually add those modifications to every rim starting after Vegas
1: well, I get it, but if I see a tire come off that's not being adjusted with the car jacked up, I'm going to lose my mind. That's not cool. That's not what we want to see as NASCAR fans. We want the cars to have their tires on, and we want them to be going around the track. Now, the tire wear thing, goodness, I mean, goodness, we, goodness, we goodness. all know that Fontana is an old track. Yes. And that has a lot to do with the tire wear because – if I'm not mistaken, Fontana is supposed to be a fuel mileage race, but it's not what I watched happen <laughs> because they had 11 or 12 cautions. And so that's plenty of time for you to get fuel, which means it was all about who could stay on the track.
0: And the craziest thing is, is what people don't understand about these tires is that your normal vehicle, these standards are anywhere from 32 to 37 PSI. Sure. These NASCAR uh, cars they they start at either anywhere from 20 to 26 psi but throughout the race it goes up to almost as much as almost as much as 55 psi.
1: Yeah, they they lower them down so you can get some handling as you're going into the turns and then on the longer runs the
0: tires get hotter and harder and harder so they fill up I mean, I saw a lot of flat tires too. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like this race really came down to who could manage tire wear the best. No matter what went on. Just it was it was a it was a typical Fontana race, but tires just caused such a huge problem.
1: Yeah, I'm gonna say it's just not a good look, Goodyear. <laughs>
0: <laughs> but I feel like with Goodyear, I feel like they'll get back on track a lot better more or shall or shall I say better off but well yeah the general
1: consensus is after the west coast swing everybody will be you know up to speed on what's going on but I don't think it's going to solve the tire problem
0: (laughs) (laughs) I don't know but going into next week at Vegas it's this is a real field mileage race and hopefully we get an actual field mileage race and not tires going out every 13 18 laps
1: yeah, I feel like I'm watching Looney Tunes and the tires rolling by the guy and he's wondering what's wrong with his car, and then he just wrecks into the wall. Or they
0: spin out. But <laughs> Absolutely. Anyway. And, speak, and speaking of spins and turn two, let's get into... Qualifying. So this weekend's qualifying had a theme. And <laughs> spins, 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 spins. Turn two... And turn four just happened to be one of the I guess The trouble spots of Of the weekend because like During the race Pretty much every caution was in turn two From spins wrecks, everything else like That even in practice you had Ross you had Ross uh, Chastain Make a right hook into the wall In turn two
1: (laughs) Yeah I mean I think you know Testament to the track being a little squirrely, but there was also some guys pushing the limit, getting their noses in places where they shouldn't be, you know, reaching up and kissing somebody and then his exit stage
0: left. <laughs> we'll get into that here in the cup recap later on. But um back to practice. Uh Harvick ended up having a pretty nasty wreck hitting the inside re- and even the inside barrier in turn four end up having to a backup car, and we're seeing our first, our, I would say, our first issue when it comes to lack of inventory. Um, at Stewart Haas Racing, before the season start, they were talking about how they're going to have a lack of cars this year because of everything that's everything that's that's going on. With the economy and COVID and all this and that. Hold on. you telling me we're getting our NASCARs from China? No, no, no. (laughs) This is a supply (laughs) chain issue? Yes, sir. A complete supply chain problem when it comes to some of, like, the engine parts and all this and that. They all come from all all over, man.
1: Okay. So, I'm naive because I thought everything
0: NASCAR came from North Carolina. No, sir. (laughs) (laughs) No, No, sir. But he ended up using one of Cole Custer's cars. They changed some stuff up. Luckily with this new car, you can change parts really, really fast. Yeah. And you can and you can modify pieces and all this and this. And they use one of Cole Custer's backup cars. Hey, well they made really a good cool.
1: choice because I thought Cole Custer was gonna make a run, you know, he didn't have enough. We'll talk about that later, but <laughs> Hey, picking one of Cole Custer's cars at Fontana was a good idea. I guess
0: so. Also, shout out to him because he won the Xfinity race too. Which Absolutely. was which was uh yeah, they which was an interesting it in in and in, in, in that. Um also uh so like Chris Busher spun in in practice. There were four four drivers that weren't able to qualify because of Rex. Uh uh Kevin Harvick, Bubba Wallace uh spinning out and hitting the wall in turn four in the final practice. And the whole Ross Chastain wreck with them having to go to a backup car. And then one that really shocked me was Kurt Busch failing pre-race qualifying inspection three times. If you fail it a fourth time, you automatically start dead last no matter what. So I'm a data guy, and I just
1: heard you say Kevin Harvick, Bubba Wallace, Ross Chastain, and Kurt Busch. All had wrecks in practice or failed to qualify. Yes, sir.
0: They actually failed. Actually, when they, said they, when they said they failed to qualify, they weren't able to take laps right. during qualifying.
1: So, you know what I remember from the race, when the race actually started? Yes. All of those same guys wrecked in the race.
0: Pretty much, yeah, yeah. Breaking <laughs> yeah, practice, wrecking the race, except for except for Kevin Harvick, which was a which was a uh, shock. And then Kevin Kurt Harvick as wrecked
1: well. in the race, my friend.
0: <laughs> we'll get into that here. I I don't remember that, but 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 he probably did. Who Who knows? Or maybe it was a Keselowski incident. I I don't know. <laughs> Keselowski, we're gonna call him the Snow Piercer. Oh man! So into qualifying, Austin Austin Cindric. I gotta give it to him He has just found this Momentum With this two car And they just I don't know I feel like he's gonna win some races This this year Him and Eric Jones Who also qualified second I, I feel like these Little small teams like Like Eric Jones Like Ricky Stenhouse Jr Even Daniel Hemrick Driving for Colic ra- Racing And it's a, only a part time gig These these guys are, are coming in here, and they're putting on shows.
1: Well, we made all things equal. The track is the track, but now everybody's car is roughly the same, and you can take a little contact. And so now it's about the best driver winning
0: and keeping your tires on your car. Exactly. Um, to round up and then to finish off for the top ten for qualifying, you had Kyle Busch, Denny Hamlin, Daniel Hemrick, Ryan Blaney, Joey Logano. And then 8, 9, and 10 were Keslowski, Byron, and Chase Elliott. But they spun in the final round of qualifying, so they needed to make their laps.
1: Yeah, and those guys wrecked in the race too.
0: <laughs> For the most part, yeah. Um, yeah, so, man, just just looking back at, at qualifying, they're just absolutely – just it, it just showed that I guess now everything is pretty much even. Besides super speedway tracks, and
1: for sure, yeah. I think we find out the Chevrolets they run well in the open air, and the Fords run well when there's a draft situation. And Fontana was not a draft situation, exactly. So,
0: all right, coming up the backstretch, we're getting the turn three with the
1: cut recap.
0: So, this race, the beginning of the race, was dominated by by the young guns. Um, Caloretic and Eric Jones took took the lead early, were, were treading it back and forth. Chase Briscoe, who's having a strong showing, he led a couple of laps there. William Byron was up there. I mean, these young guns are really showing what they can do. And it is, like, like we said, the cars are equal, and they're showing their talent. And it is amazing to watch.
1: For sure. But then, you know, their inexperience comes in because – They're out front, caution comes in for tires, dun, 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 and all of a sudden, everybody comes back to the pack. (laughs) I mean, it was the first time this year, I mean, you're seeing wild swings, and we came in the pit, we came out seven spots up, we came in the pit four spots back, it was all over the place, so... For sure, the pit crews are having a lot of issues
0: getting tires on and off. And then we saw the first big spin of of the night. Man, um, I feel bad for Kyle Busch, man. He is just having, I mean, the toughest time possible. And just. No love for Kyle Busch. <laughs> I don't
1: want to hear it. Bushy McBush or or not, no.
0: Dude, you, I guess you're not a. Kyle Busch fan <laughs> No no
1: no It's not that I'm just like You know He's going out there Just like all the other
0: 39 drivers Do your job So yeah So pretty much uh, Lap 17 Winners Winners have a competition uh, Caution Kyle Busch spins off Turn 2 Pretty much Destroys his car to a, to a certain extent Ends up being four laps down And from there the spins Just keep on Keep on happening You had Josh Balicki You had Chase Elliott You had Chris Buescher. Um I know Christopher Bell ended up having a nasty wreck In turn four Spinning uh, spinning out Because um, Saski and uh, and, uh, Joe, and Joe had, had Got into it at the end of stage two Just <laughs> Wrecks and and then just bad tire wear.
1: Yeah. The most beautiful thing I saw was as Keslowski was flying down the track, Denny Hamlin missed him by an eyelash. And I just knew there was gonna be a T bone happening. <laughs> but it didn't happen. And I that's good for Denny Hamlin, but I totally expected Keslowski to get T boned
0: and be in the medical tent. He ends up he ends up getting it later on though. Man. <laughs> And then with Tyler Reddick absolutely dominating the race He led led a race high 90 laps He was going in Lap 152 Ends up getting a flat left rear tire Tires, tires, tires And then in the aftermath of the incident He was collected by William Byron (laughs) Just just ah man, I felt I I felt I felt for him because he had he had dominated the first two stages. It was a, it was the first time that he's led more than seventy five laps in his first seventy five Cup starts. He's led he's led arguably over two hundred laps. He's gonna end up winning a race here. I feel like that Richard Childers camp with him and Austin Dillon. They're going to win races this year.
1: I I feel like it. In the immortal words of World Wrestling Federation, it doesn't matter. (laughs) It does not matter. Oh, man. You can lead as many laps as you want. If you
0: don't lead the last lap, you lose. And then at the end of stage two, we have the big wreck. Uh, Keselowski. It's in Austin Cedric, and then him, Harrison Burton, and Bubba Wallace. Yeah, <laughs> definitely a very interesting wreck, right? Right there should not have happened, but it was Bubba's fault. For the record, it was Bubba's fault. It was. <laughs> it definitely
1: was. And I want to go on record by saying I'm an equal opportunist. I'm going to talk bad about every driver because this is my first year in watching NASCAR that. I don't have a driver that I root for because, and I'm going to date myself, I started out being a fan of Dale Jarrett. Dale Jarrett retired, I went to Jimmy Johnson. Jimmy Johnson felt like he needed to go and race open wheel, and so I have not found an affinity for a new driver. So if all you fans out there have someone, and you can tell me why I need to switch over to your camp, please let me know. You can post it on our Twitter, Wedge Adjustment. <laughs> I'm looking for a new home.
0: Oh, man. <laughs> I'm still going to rock the Hendrick camp. Perhaps. Of course you are. You're
1: a Hendrix homer. You've been a Hendrix homer since Hendrick the 24, the 48, the 88. Hendrick and me since 1993. <laughs> for sure. Well, I'm not a Hendrix guy. I'm looking for a home. And so if you as a fan can tell me why I should come to your camp, I'm
0: happy to buy a die-cast car, a shirt, and a cap. And, man, speaking of Hendrix, um <laughs> Larson and Elliott, I feel like this might be a little rivalry in between the teams because those two were just – they went at it here Um, pretty much in the last, say, 30 laps. It was pretty much those two, Logano – and Suarez battling for this win. And just... man,
1: I thought Joey Logano was going to win the race. He just his Ford just couldn't. He'd dive down low. He'd gain up some speed, but as he pushed up, he would always come up behind. And you know, I just knew he didn't have it. So the Fords in the open field, they just they cannot overtake a Chevy.
0: And considering Larson drove drove from starting at the at the rear of the field because of unapproved uh, adjustments to his to his car after after qualifying. It was an impound race, so your car stays exactly like it is during, during, during qualifying. And for him to drive back up through uh, through the field, and I think he finished fifth, I believe, in both um, in both stages. His car was fast out yeah. there. His car was out, fast. out the
1: gate. His skill was impeccable. He stayed out of trouble and he was rewarded
0: for it. <laughs> and so Elliot ends up spinning out and lap 192 causing a final ca- final caution. Then it comes a four lap sprint between Daniel Suarez, the Petty GMS ride of Eric Jones and a charging Austin Dillon and Larson. And I felt like if Dillon had another lap, I think he would have caught him larson's
1: gonna win that that shootout all day every day
0: but larson does larson does pick up the win his first of of the year a little bit of controversy with that but we'll see here in the upcoming weeks how elliot reese responds to that one <laughs> hey man robbins racing uh the rest of your top five uh Austin Dillon finishing second Eric Jones Daniel Suarez And Joey Logano The rest of your top ten uh, Eric Almarola. Man he didn't wreck <laughs> Yeah <laughs> um, Kevin Harvick Kurt Busch Daniel Hemrick And Ricky Stenhouse Jr. There was something that was really really Noticeable in this here If you look at this top ten And this shows how even everything is You have nine different racing stables 1 through 10. The only one that has a duplicate is Stuart Haas with Almirola and Harvick finishing 6th and 7th, respectively.
1: And I'm just going to go ahead and call it out now so we don't have to say it next week. Sorry, Kevin Harvick, you didn't wreck. You wrecked <laughs> the previous race. <laughs> you you managed to
0: survive this when you got your car tore up last week, so it's all good. Well, well, he was able to figure it out, so a couple of other notable other notable finishes. Sorry about that. Wow, um, man, Ryan Blaney finishing eighteenth. He had a he had a great race. Uh, Hamlin finishing fifteenth. Uh, Reddick finishing twenty fourth, one, one lap down after his little wreck. Uh, Chase Elliott finishing twenty sixth with uh, at two laps down because twenty uh, seventh and. Christopher Bell finishing last with A engine problem on lap 94 Which was (laughs) Just For it to be us having 12 and and actually let me do this Let's Let's go into This next section here
1: Turn the wrench
0: and let's Get into it like like this What is the Average amount of cautions that you That you think a Fontana race Has I don't know. Normal average is about 6.4. This year, it was double. How do you have 0.4? Over over like seven races, man. Oh, okay. Okay, so you're talking about last. An
1: average across a bunch of races. So yes, sir. It, it's roughly, in this case, I guess you got to round down since it's 0. 0.4. So about six cautions.
0: Yes. Yeah. Well, they so, double then. <laughs> 12 for 60 laps. Seven cautions came from spins in turn two. There you Seven. go. <laughs> Note to self:
1: slow down and turn two, lift.
0: But I feel like they were talking about it's it's how the air changes when you come off when you when you come off two. If you come up there with too much bite on the back end, that car spins. The Those dampers
1: don't help that. Nah,
0: <laughs> not in this case. Even though the speeds were a little bit slower, there's. There's less drag, so there's ways that the back back end comes out e- easier, which happens to be a problem, I guess, even with even with the Su- 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 speedway cars, but how Keslowski did it. Well,
1: Same I'm going to trust that the drivers are going to get a handle on that. I'm going to trust that Goodyear's going to get a
0: handle on their tires. They got to figure something out. This is also the first time in eight races that we've had a driver who has led the most laps not win the race. It happened last week. I'm talking about at Fontana.
1: Oh, okay, yeah.
0: The driver leading the most laps ain't winning this year. That's not going to be a thing. I don't think so, but who knows? It's it's really this is probably the most even that I've seen these NASCAR teams in a long time. Maybe maybe since the car of tomorrow days back in like twenty, but what two thousand seven to like twenty eleven? Yeah,
1: probably the.
0: Probably the best that I've seen it. So, all right, next race up, uh, the Penzoil 400 at Vegas. Uh, this is this track is kind of the same as California, but I don't know. This is more of a fuel mileage race. Hopefully, Goodyear comes with a better with a better compound, a better tire, just something. Or maybe we see more of the P1 compound come back. Well, we won't see a lot of spins. I'm going to tell you that right now. Hopefully not, man. Hopefully. Who do you think is going to win this week, man? Well,
1: I think a Bush is going to win. They're at home, probably going to give some tickets out to some family and friends. And so he's already probably angry that he's been following up in the rear. So he's going to do his best to try to win at home. I think.
0: Yeah, that's actually a a good one. I think we're gonna see the first win from Keslowski. <laughs> I think I think I, if we're I, I don't, first I don't win think his him, fellow
1: man. teammates are gonna let that happen. He's got a target on his back. I mean, Kevin Harvick is on a mission to win. It's just a matter of he's gonna need some luck. I mean Harvick
0: needs more than luck, man. Harvick needs <laughs> I'm not gonna say that, but <laughs> Harvick needs some help. Big time, because his teammates are all outrunning him.
1: Okay, how about this? This is a better question. Which manufacturer wins the race?
0: Oh, a Ford. Okay,
1: we'll see. You guys heard it here in episode two. We think a Ford's going to win. I think a Bush is going to (laughs) win.
0: Does a Bush drive a Ford? No, sir. Uh, Uh, One of us is wrong. They drive Toyotas. (laughs) One one of us is wrong. (laughs)
1: You know as we hadn't said a lot about Toyotas in uh this race did a Toyota even finish the
0: race Yes sir the closest to, to, uh, the highest finishing Toyota was actually Kurt Busch in 8th and the next one up was Truex in, in 13th and Kyle Busch in 14th Yeah those guys And then Hamlin no finishing 15th which was weird hell No three. factor Yeah
1: Toyota's in the back of the pack.
0: They didn't really lead a, a lot of races. They didn't lead a lot of laps. They were in the top ten at the end of the stages, but that's about it. it wasn't really not it wasn't really a good lack, let's say a big race for them. But, but I don't know. We'll see what happens. Very cool. So,
1: in the meantime, in between time, you guys stay cool. Spring is on the way. More racing to come. Hopefully these guys can stop spinning and stop blowing out tires. And just a heads up, we're going to the race in Austin at the end of the month. (laughs) So if you see
0: us out out there, come drop by and and say what's up. Also, before we go, quick poll going up on the Twitter at wedge adjustment. Do you prefer at road course or oval racing? For
1: NASCAR. Not F1, not open wheel. Do you believe NASCAR should be oval or is it cool to have them
0: on road courses? And in the next week's show, we will explain why with that. Because there's been some huge updates and maybe we might be seeing some city courses here soon. Who knows? Ooh. With that said...
1: <laughs> Keep your wheels down, lids up. We'll see you next time on the Wedge Adjustment. Have a good one.